Hello, listeners, and welcome to a more subdued episode of Blind Insights. Tim and I were waiting outside the studio this morning for Andy to turn up and be able to let us in, and we just, I don't know, didn't have our normal level of energy. And we kind of thought, well, that's unusual for us, so maybe we should do a little episode on what it's like to feel tired that you're doing so many things at once, which happens to everybody, and what we both do to try and deal with it because it's such a normal part of life. So today, it's all about being tired and what you can do about it. The ultimate hidden truth of the world is that it is something that we make and could just as easily make differently. David Graeber, 1961 to 2020. Welcome to Blind Insights. How are you, David? About as sleepy as you sound. That was a very, that was a very good yawn on command. <laughs> oh no, you've you've seen through my <laughs> my acting. Yeah, um, see, the problem is now you've done it. I've of course got the yawn response <laughs> where I'm smiling like a maniac to try and stop myself from yawning, and because I'm smiling like a maniac, it's already causing endorphins to flow, oh. which means I feel less tired. Wow, look at that! You've immediately come up with a, a method. Okay, That's- listeners, first trick even before we do introductions. One of the best ways to turn mood around and up your energy is to make yourself smile. It has no, and if you go, I can't um, hold a pencil in or a pen in your teeth because mm. it forces you into a smile. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, it will change your mood and it will up your energy levels. Not for long if you're really tired, but it will genuinely work. Mm. Mm. I think it engages some of the muscles that you need for like a real a deshwan yeah. smile or whatever they call yeah. it mm. so it just forces your body to go hang on if you're really smiling or at least half smiling something's going on mm. and i actually think the other side of it is that if you stick something like a pencil you know in your teeth you feel like such a goofy human that you genuinely start really smiling on top of pretending to smile because it's such a weird thing to do yeah very true and it's sort of you know how when you smile properly you can kind of feel the skin around your eyes moves you can feel the tension in your face changes yeah so you go from the pretendy smile a few seconds later you realize your eyes are in the mix that they've thought this is funny too <laughs> and then you've actually got a smile and then you're actually getting the endorphins so listeners we really could just stop the episode now and say if you're feeling tired just smile but <laughs> there's probably more to this than that well yeah i suppose so uh, so it sometimes being so tired that you're in a fugue state it might not even occur to you that that would help (laughs) no no like just well i suppose that's the thing like okay it's only march Mm. you know listeners most of this year for me is going to be six day weeks because between the masters working for speakeasy in texas doing stuff here in adelaide you know with john bruni and with other people and picking up extra kind of comms marketing work here to start building my reputation locally. Mm. If I can get away with this year not being six-day weeks consistently until my master's thesis is in late in November, I just can't see how any less than six-day weeks is going to be okay. And, you know, I turned 50 in December. I'm still very fit and healthy. Mm. But I am kind of dreading the constant sense of tiredness that's going to be just my normal life this year. Mm. And yet... I do yoga in the mornings. I build in playing guitar at least five days a week 
at the end of the day for at least an hour. Now that I've got my beautiful maiden, that can very easily turn into two hours because I just get lost. But then that means suddenly I haven't gone to bed as early as I probably wanted to and got an extra hour's sleep, which as much as playing the maiden is wonderful for my brain and a sense of accomplishment and well-being and just relaxedness, sleep would probably be as important. Mm. Now, yeah. Where are you at at the moment? Like well, You guys have been settling into a new house. What's your average week well, look like? Well, yeah, I suppose that's like relatively pedestrian um no it's non-stop <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well, I guess the stuff you've done in your shed adjusting you've shown andy photos stuff. yeah true true i mean yeah I, what's on for me this year I mean, I mean i'm trying to keep up with you know new, it's it's just a lot of new things they're not new in the sense that you know listeners to the podcast already know that you know jade and i had our wedding and we've moved into our house and doing all that kind of stuff and as well as you know the fact that i'm trying to make what we're doing here into a business um not this specific podcast but making podcasts generally mm. and uh i guess you know that's that's none of that's necessarily very new i've just received a grant from the helpman academy um and that's a, a six-month program that i'll be participating in this year but that's another thing where you're having to hustle to find a mentor. Yeah. it's You're it's, having to hustle to turn first contracts into second contracts, mm. to get referrals. Mm. So I think the thing that is maybe the common theme between both our years is things aren't radically different. Like last year was my big leap yeah. into starting the Masters and then starting to work with Speakeasy in Texas. Yeah. So this year really is an extension of a lot of things from last year. But... Everything we're doing at the moment, both of us, it seems, can't ever be on repeat. <laughs> yeah. Everything has got a higher degree of you know, conscious effort than is normal for much of adult life. I would agree. It's, it's that we're almost tampering some of the chaos, I think, of all the newness of last year yeah. and making it um, n- n- normal. Yeah. Making it kind of... Yeah, but, but even then... Uh, I, I agree, especially in, in your case. I'm not sure that you would want to be keeping up with or making what you're doing your normal every every day for the next 10 years kind of thing. No, for this year is fine. Mm. But once this Masters is over, I don't ever want to study again. <laughs> I love learning. I hate yeah. studying. Yeah, yeah. E- equally, I feel as if after this year, um, it, it's not to say that if if it doesn't all work out that I'm just going to quit. But I think I will be radically reconsidering my options if at the end of this year it's not. This very is the obvious. big push year. Yeah, it's not. If it's not yeah. very obvious by the end of this year that I'm going to be able to make this business work, then um, I'm. Uh, I'll be finding someone else to to employ me. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's an important thing is to realize that you. It's worth pushing, and it's worth pushing hard. Mm. But it's also recognizing that if you've pushed hard. And you've tried to open as many doors and windows as possible. You've tried to interact with as many people to create opportunities. Mm. And something doesn't happen. Apply your energy to something else. Yeah. Mm. Don't revisit doors and windows that are still locked. Yeah. Don't talk to the same people again unless their circumstances have changed and maybe they can change what you're doing. So part of our tiredness at the moment is knowing, in a sense, that the, the, the sort of the rate of learning and applying conscious thought and looking for opportunities and connecting with people you know, needs to sustain at least until the end of this year. Mm. Now, I'm lucky I've already found a new job I really enjoy and hopefully I can do enough other things you know, here in Adelaide to make it 
you know, economically more comfortable than endless short contracts at uni was. And, you know, it'll get to the fact that we will be at the end of COVID soon and I can go back to being away for a week at a time training people, which I thoroughly enjoy. Well, I think that's a thing, isn't it? We've had a couple of conversations about how, about how I don't think that people got the breaks that they necessarily would have normally had over this summer because, you know, peak no. COVID pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that realistically no one's had a, a meaningful holiday since 2020. <laughs> yeah, like really other than you guys having the few days off after you got married, when's the last time you had something discernible as you know, a break? You might have had nights where you played computer games and hung out with friends. Oh, yeah. But that's just called basic sanity. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not really a proper break. No. And I think too, if you look at what we knew this year was going to be all the things we've just talked about. Mm. So how would it have been possible to actually try and take a proper break knowing every day you had on a proper break, you were still going to have to do all the same things. So it was almost like, I don't think I could have properly had a break, excluding playing guitar and you know, occasionally going and eating nice places with Karen. Mm. Other than that, that was the closest thing to a break I could take. Because yeah. anything more than that, I just wasn't going to buy in. I was a little bit like that even on the honeymoon. There was definitely an element to which we were only away for th- three nights. There yeah. was definitely an element to which I was like, I, I, I described it differently. I, I sort of said that my my normal life is so exciting and so interesting. interesting yeah. I don't have any desire to get away from it. No. Um, Whereas what you and I are living at the moment is the normal thing we like, just with the intensity knob a bit high. Mm. So it's not like we want to have a radical shift. We just like the intensity knob taken down a bit. It's very interesting because, especially in the position I'm in now, it's very difficult to see how the intensity knob turns turns down. Yeah, like <laughs> how? Yeah, you start looking for coping mechanisms, which was kind of our logic of talking about this episode. Mm. So again, you know, I know that I have yoga in the morning. I have guitar later in the day. There's the fun things like catching up with you to record. Mm. There's you know drinks at the University of Adelaide Club every couple of weeks to catch up with people. Are just the built-in things that are the guaranteed. These are good for mental health and staying connected to people and going. There's so much more to life than just doing the things that need to be done. Mm. Now, part of our problem is most things we need to do are also very interesting and entertaining. Yeah. So we need to do them because they're interesting. <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, there'd be people out there who'd go, oh, just go off and meditate or go off and hug a tree. Like mm. literally you know, what they call forest bathing. Yeah. Just be in a quiet space. And I don't know, maybe I could, I don't know, from a blind perspective, I guess I could just walk to, you know, that um, little park with the horses in North Adelaide and sit under a tree and mm. touch the trunk for a while. But I, I can't see beyond yoga and guitar that that's actually going to add much relaxation to my day. Yeah, true. I'm probably about, I think I'm at the level where I am actually doing about as good a job of managing <laughs> intensity as I'm ever going to do. And that tired is just going to be part of this year, unfortunately. It's tired, tired is in some ways preferable to stressed. Ah, great distinction you just made. Because mm. I'm feeling tired, not stressed. Yes, how stressed are you feeling about the fact that this year is yeah. the big push? Like, yes, you must be feeling a bit tired because that's the word we picked. Yeah, I think that I have a natural tendency to stress, natural inclination, natural predisposition even. 
Yeah, your default is to stress, but I would say you're getting better at managing it. Well, I think especially we've read a few books recently about it, yeah, and we'll get to record episodes on those soon. But checking in with myself, you know, S- Steve introduced me to Sam Sam Harris, uh, his app w- Waking Up, I think they call it, mm. um, which is a meditation app, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Thank you, Steve, and being alive to that internal dialogue in and is has been really helpful to move past it i think because um, my stress usually is very internalized i don't think that i'm um i'm not i'm not like an outwardly no if anything i think the way it manifests is you seem distracted Mm, that's exactly right yeah something's going on in your head but it could be anything but the longer i've known you the clearer it is that if you seem distracted it's because you're stressed it's your obvious tell (laughs) you're very perceptive you're very very perceptive though (laughs) again man if you look if you 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 like spending time with people you might as well work out how they function and try and support the positives and help with Mm. the things that get them down well that's um i would say i don't know polite (laughs) it's it's caring yeah, yeah I, I think that that would be a method. It, it, let's say with my learning, uh, our learning from that experience is is uh, like the care book from um, yeah. Br- um, uh, Brooke McCallery. Yep, and we'll talk to her soon. So it's um, just when when works well for her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she, she's got to take care of herself too, and yeah. you know, sometimes podcasts, especially when they're not your podcasts, have to take a, a second position, exactly. which is exactly how it should be because. Yeah, it was like when we did the episode of saying to people, look, if you need help, reach out. We may not know what to do, but we can help you work out what to do. Mm. And that's sort of the thing of how today came up again is, you know, we look forward to coming in the studio and recording and then, you know, going and having food at Levant and (laughs) pigging out on their amazing fries. Yes. And, you know, these amazing pockets full of, in my case, beef and vegetables and yummy sauce. Mm. And in Tim's case falafels where i occasionally have the falafel version mm-hmm. and the falafels are nearly as good as the the beef one <laughs> and that's a big thing for me to say as an omnivore <laughs> but so when we walk in and both realize actually we're a bit stuffed yeah it, it's worth talking about because we want you to be able to talk about it to each other out there mm. and to work out who you need to talk to and resolve it and i think that's an important thing i know that most of the time i'm not actually stressed I was stressed before starting the Masters, not about the Masters, but knowing I'd got to the end of my tether for teaching, that you know, the only good bit left of university for me was helping students to be prepared to do well in the world. Mm. Dealing with the system, I could feel myself literally getting angry and tight before I walked on campus every day, preparing for whatever shit was going to roll downhill towards me. Wow, yeah. And that's, you can do that, but why would you keep signing up for that? I'd like to think that this is an outlet for that now. It meets oh, man, it always, always yeah. has been. But, yeah. you know, it used to be more obvious, like literally be down there, teach a lecture, enjoy spending time with students, yeah. go back to my desk, see three moronic emails from the system, yeah. fight a pointless battle to make life yep. better for students, to keep the system away from them. Yep. Or literally, you know, not, well... Don't provide misinformation to the system, but tell the system what it needs to know so it will go away. Yeah. Was what I spent a lot of my time doing. Yep. And you know, this is the thing being a student now. I'm seeing the average academic 
They care about their students, but they actually haven't invested in the way I did in mm. telling the system to fuck off. Mm. That yeah. was something that only a few academics actually do. And I don't blame any of the people that teach me now for not doing it because most of them are tenured and quite simply, there's disciplinary consequences for telling the system to fuck off. Yeah. For me, it's like, well, they don't really want me here anyway. It's only I had a shield from brilliant people who made sure the system didn't drive me mad yep. and let me do my thing until they left. So in a sense, the stress for me about starting the Masters was less about the Masters and more about just realising fighting a pointless system. Mm. You know, the university should educate it. It's become a business. That's a massive problem. But it's not my problem because I can't fix it. Mm. So maybe part of today's lesson is, listeners, if you've got a stress in your day that you personally can't resolve, it's not something you can do something about, then you seriously have to think about how can you get into a situation where that stress is not bearing down on you anymore? Yeah, true. Like you could have pushed him to try and get to the ABC <laughs> and you could have tried to fight the uphill thing of being the, you know, the new face of ABC Adelaide. Yeah. And the stress that would have entailed because it's so many talented and quite possibly likable people and a whole pile of talented and unlikable people who are willing to basically do anything to get there, mm. all competing for one spot. Yeah. That is a shit ton of stress. And and almost in doing so, lose sight of the point of... Why? Why? You yeah. want to make things... Make people interested and excited and improve their day. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if, if there's a couple of things you can take away from today so far and we'll work out if we can build any more it's one mm. assess whether your stress is under your control mm -hmm. now if your stress is under your control then you can go back and revisit our episodes on glass or you can go back and revisit any of our episodes where we've talked about psychological concepts with people because mm -hmm. there's good tools in all of them for stresses that are under your control and what you do want to get to the point is if you can that yeah you get a little bit stressed about something new or something big or something important but you're stressed because in a sense you recognize that what you're doing matters and you want to do it well but that stress is in proportion uh, to the effort you're putting in because mm. you're putting effort in there's some stress on a day where you're coasting there's not much stress because no. why would there be yeah no. and to know the difference which again it was a great thing to brought up between being tired and being stressed because you know people who say they're stressed all the time it's not I doubt them but I go being stressed all the time mm. that's literally going to mess up your brain chemistry oh totally you know, all the data on it says if you're stressed all the time your brain is going to function differently and adversely affect you being tired for a while isn't good either but I would much rather be tired for the rest of this year yeah. than stressed for the rest of this oh, year oh yeah mm. so you know you found the meditation app through mm -hmm. You know, waking up with Sam Harris. Mm -hmm. So you're getting closer to having your combination of, you know, for me, yoga and guitar. Yes. You know, you were saying the other day, I think when we were having lunch, that because, you know, Jade's interested in guitar and because, you know, I've got the acoustics, that you've actually pulled yours out a few times lately. Definitely. Is yeah. it, are you getting anywhere near flow? Might this become your other bookend? Or is gaming your other bookend? Or what's your mm. other bookend beyond 
the meditation. You need a couple more at least, I think, or at least one more. Sure. I mean, so I, I still have a physical exercise in my routine, yep. though that is highly dependent on my social calendar to the extent that I'm usually going with other people. So Which means it's good for your body. But it's not necessarily. But it might not be as good for your brain as the That's right. The, the or at least in not, not in the same way. No, it's good because yeah. it's social. Yeah. But you're not getting that calm time no. of going, how tight's my body? How focused am I? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, the thing I would say that puts me in that other mindset is um, like, I would say like tinkering being just so having my, your shed. Having my shed really has important. been really good. Yeah, okay, basically brilliant. just being out there and I don't even know what I do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so you at the point yet where in the main your shed is to the point where it's, you know, it's a workable shed and now you actually tinker with mm. things in your shed or are you still tinkering with the shed to get the shed up to spec? Both, Both. I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but like some of the things that are like, you know, um, setting up uh, setting up things for the shed requires uh, actually tinkering with like a, a, you know, for instance, let's say, um, I'm in the process of building by taking things apart and buying like a amplifier um, uh, circuit boards and things and, and building a system to have a, like a Google Home that I've made with my own speakers effectively in the shed, if that makes sense. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So basically you'll have all the ability to talk to it. Yes. But the sound quality will be 3 million percent better. 100%, yeah. Because the average Google Home is a bit like someone took a HomePod and ran it over with a truck. Ex exactly what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like my HomePods. They may be stupidly dear and Siri may be stupid. <laughs> but guess what? They sound good. Yeah. Well, uh, it, uh, equally, I'm just because I'm invested in the Google verse, uh, yeah. have just had to work out a way to yeah, take the control mechanism and build better sound. Exactly. Which is awesome that you've got the skill set. <laughs> so well, it's a fun learning thing as well, wasn't it? So, yeah. Once again, part of what's giving us joy this year to deal with the tiredness mm. is things where we're learning rather than studying. Like I have to study for the masters. Mm -hmm. But when I learn a song on guitar at the moment, I'm not studying, I'm learning. Mm. And that's a totally different thing. And it's fun. So for me, it's putting my Bose headphones on, listening to Bill Brown teach a song two bars at a time. Yeah. And each day if I just learn four bars, but then I work on the other songs I've finished, I play some scales, some arpeggios, I do some exercise on trying to get tone consistent between my thumb and three fingers, which is, you know, something the average steel string player probably isn't that fixated on. Yep. But I'm David, I'm weird. I will sit there for 30 minutes just playing the same note <laughs> to get even tone. Yeah, Tim's going, he's a freak, but that's okay. Only a bit freaky. <laughs> so there's there's methods of, of sort of dealing with it. People time, learning time. Meditation slash yoga time, physical outlet time. And those little micro actions like putting a pencil in your mouth. Yeah. And, and Or just standing up. Mm. Like that, you know, I can't even remember where I read or heard it the other day. There are some estimates that we now sit 15 hours a day. Now, historically, humans didn't sit. If they did, it was on the ground uh, where there wasn't anything behind their back. And, yeah, they would sit cross-legged or, you know, lotus or, you know, kneel down and have their feet under them. So chairs are only the last 200 years. It's funny, though, because I, all my life I have grown up with with 
the idea that being on your feet all day is some kind of torturous like yeah. health concern. Whereas it's actually, it balances our system because it's the, the central thing for our core being healthy. So one thing, maybe if you're at home and you're able to stand. Just give it a go for a while. And take your shoes off. Yeah, massively. Mm. Like getting down to your feet so your feet are what's balancing you and contacting the floor and you, you can adjust weight through toes. Yeah. Makes such a difference. Like I've got to the point now for as many Zoom calls as possible with all the work I do from home. I just either stand up with my hands on one of the chairs at the dining table or yes. I literally walk around the apartment just with a, an arm in front of me because I'm busy concentrating. So I'm going to walk into stuff. That's okay. <laughs> Part of walking around the apartment is just taking turns of which arm is protecting me. But it's still better to stand and walk and then realize when I've done a two-hour Zoom call and I've been walking the whole two hours, mm. I get to the going, oh, it'd be really nice to sit down now. <laughs> Whereas normally at the end, I'm like, oh, it'd be really nice to stand up. And then you realize your knees have set, your hips have set, your back is set. Yeah, I'd much rather stand and then have a, a sit down and go, oh, that's such, that's nice. The sitting down is you know, the, the prize for getting the meeting yeah, done well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It, you know, I just to gloat, not gloat, but gush a little bit, you know, talking about tinkering and things. I have this project planned for later in the year where um, I want to build a another desk and I work at an L-shaped desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can get like those sit-stand, like motorized mm-hmm. uh, frames from Bunnings. They don't make an L-shaped one though. You yeah, can you, buy them. You're going to have to sort of support it a bit. But again, if you've got the time to design oh, it, where's the problem? No. So the, the you know in 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 amalgamating my passion for working with like little DC things and, mm. and circuit boards, I'm just going to blend the. Like, I'm going to buy two frames, put them in an L oh, configuration, and have them wired together. Yeah. Um, Very cool. So that's part of the shed. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, you'll be able to sit it, or stand getting it to the point of being able to build that desk and yeah. So. Because, um, you know, it's, that's woodworking as, as well because I yep. want to build it out of actual timber. Yep, so that it feels nice. And, you know, even just the texture of it makes the day yeah. worth smiling about. And I want to get it to a point where it's about under eleven, twelve hundred dollars $1,200 because that's what just the frame cost if you buy an L frame yep. um, from, you know, like a someone who sells them and they're usually yep. way more expensive. But the ones at Bunnings are like 300 bucks. So yep. And putting two of those together, you've still got a lot of money to play exactly. with. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the goal. So... Yeah, anyway, and that will help not only with the meditative kind of uh, tinkering element and the learning part as well as it does to getting to standing when I'm working. So yep. um, that's, yeah, it's uh, it's all kind of, it all feeds into each other. And I hadn't, again, hadn't really put any of that together until you... <laughs> no, it's great, <laughs> again, that we decided context. to do an episode that we weren't sure what we would do anything with. <laughs> with your shed, it, you know, do you ever actually go out there barefoot or because you're building stuff, you're always going to have to be shoes on to be safe? No, I, I do. I, I don't often... When I'm doing that, though, it's usually just to get something. I'm not, yeah. I'm not out there to sit. You've just zipped there. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I guess that's the thing, like so often we think we're in a shed, you know, you're going to be doing big, scary, difficult things and you don't want to drop things on your foot. But it's remembering there's times where you can just be out there at the desk doing a small thing Mm. where slip your shoes back off, stand on the floor, let your feet relax. I wash my car without shoes on. Yeah, Yeah, but man, that's a nice thing. There's water and suds and (laughs) you've got the texture of the grass or the the driveway, the warmth of the concrete. Mm. Now, again, who thinks about all that weird stuff? Weird blind people like me yeah. who go, that's actually one of the nice things about being alive. But taking care and working that out and, and feeling all those things makes those experiences really good. So. Again, being present moment aware, which everyone talks about, but what it really means is, what does the wet grass feel like under your feet? Mm. What does the concrete feel like where it's still in the sun? What does it feel like when you go around the shady side of the car 
and the concrete's wet and getting a bit cool and you suddenly go, oh, that water and the concrete mm. aren't warm. I like the other side better. I want to go back and be a lounge lizard. And I suppose if none of those things are coming, to, none of those questions are coming to you naturally, then I would make a recommendation. Look, I'm not a huge fan of Sam Harris as a person, but I would make a recommendation for his app, Waking Up. Yeah, Jess loves it too. So there you the go. fact that both you and Jess value it. Again, I love some of his early books. I'm glad he's waking up to the fact that he became an opinionated shit. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back from the brink. I yeah. do not doubt the value of the work he does to people, but I don't like listening and pontificate on things. I'm not sure he sometimes yeah, actually yeah. recognises that we all have biases and the first thing should be check in and go, actually, am I sounding you know, like someone with a bias? Because I know I do because I did the check. Yes. And I go, well, I'm going to present it anyway because it's the least biased I can be. Yeah. <laughs> you're at least aware of it when you're doing it. I yeah. Think that's all, you, all, all people can ask for. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered that relatively well. Um, thank you very much for waking me up today, David. And thank you very much for realising that stress you know, and tired are different things and we should separate them out. audience thank you for listening to blind insights if you're enjoying the show please remember to subscribe and share your favorite episodes or leave us a review if you really love us we'd love to hear from you get in contact with us on facebook or twitter at blind insights or send us a recorded question to the email in the description to feature in an episode also don't forget that we have merchandise thank you to the ozcast network peace out